Today, I want to try to unpack and explain an essential point that you're not going to see or hear on CNN or even NPR or MSNBC or in the Washington Post or the New York Times. Any place where you get mainstream American news, you won't really hear this point. And it's an essential point that must be said. Around the world, most people do not view the United States as a credible source to speak out against war crimes. So while we see devastating war crimes going on in Ukraine, we see and experience them unfolding right before our face in real time on social media. When the United States speaks out on those war crimes, the United States is right to speak out against them. But most of the informed world outside of the United States is also fully aware of countless war crimes created, funded, pushed on the world by the United States and does not see this country as a credible country with moral authority to speak out on war crimes. Let me let me try to unpack and explain what I mean. I'm not into whataboutism, but let me try to explain why the United States has put itself in a really difficult position. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. I'm not sure if you are fully aware of something called the International Criminal Court in The Hague. And it's an essential, important body that prosecutes war crimes and war criminals. And Russia, rightly so, has been referred to the International Criminal Court in The Hague for its many thousands of war crimes that it has committed over the past eight days in Ukraine. Just if you're thinking of citizens alone, Russia has killed thousands of Ukrainian citizens. They have bombed homes, apartments, hospitals, schools, stores, all of those things being clear war crimes against international law. When there are... It sounds ridiculous in some ways. There are laws that are supposed to govern rules of engagement around war. Now, I would make the argument that everything Russia is doing in Ukraine is wrong. They have no right to invade, bomb, and destroy, causing trillions of dollars of damage to this sovereign nation that was not bombing or invading it in any way. But even if you say, well, war is war, there are laws that govern the rules of engagement around war, particularly around the protection of citizens, the bombing of residential areas, hospitals, buildings. And no matter which way you look at it, Russia has has made so many horrible, disastrous, 
decisions here, they have clearly committed countless thousands of war crimes. And the prosecutors in The Hague at the International Criminal Court have already said, we are pursuing this in an investigation for war crimes. And I welcome that. But did you know, are you aware that the United States has completely pulled out of any role in the International Criminal Court of The Hague so that no American of the United States has no agreement, no connection, no partnership whatsoever with the International Criminal Court in The Hague because the United States refuses to allow any international body to charge and prosecute its own government officials for the war crimes it has committed. And it could be hard. I I say this compassionately. It could be hard to be an everyday person in the United States and be aware of the reality that most of the world is actually very informed of war crimes created by the United States, committed by the United States, funded by the United States, just, for instance, in a place like Afghanistan, just in Iraq alone, countless thousands, not just tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of everyday people who were killed, maimed, injured, bombed with their homes, schools, stores, hospitals destroyed all over the Middle East. The United States continues in so many ways to support and fund the destruction of Yemen right now. Incredible international journalists have detailed and described so many war crimes, literal war crimes in those places. But because the United States refuses to participate in any way, with the International Criminal Court in The Hague, the United States has no accountability. And we're just talking about recent history. But for those of you who have studied the history of the world, the United States has committed war crimes for generations and generations, of course, going back to the widespread destruction of Native Americans' homes, lands and lives to everything that was done in the transatlantic slave trade and every invasion and destruction it has funded and overseen for hundreds of years. The United States has committed war crimes with almost complete impunity, with very little accountability. And even the few times where the U.S. military has said, well, we will try to hold someone accountable for crimes that they committed in war. Even in just this past presidential administration, Donald Trump pardoned the people who, who were some of the few people actually charged with committing heinous crimes. And so the United States now needs a certain level of moral authority to say, hey, You are committing war crimes, Russia, and Russia is. But Russia does not view the United States credibly on this issue. 
China does not view the United States credibly on this issue. And all of the nations that the United States has committed war crimes against does not see the United States as credible on this issue. And so I see a lot of people saying something that I'm not saying. I see a lot of people saying like, listen, what Russia is doing to Ukraine right now, I've seen the United States do in 10 countries around the world. In essence, so why should we care? No, no, no. I think that's the exact wrong stance. The consistent stance is to say, I speak out against war crimes everywhere, wherever they are, committed by whoever they're committed by. If it's the United States, if it's the United Kingdom, if it's Russia, if it's China, whoever. War crimes are wrong. Genocide is wrong. And the right stance that we all must take is that, yes, what Russia continues to do at this very moment is despicable. It is awful. No but, no ifs, no ands. It's wrong. It is despicable. But what we're seeing breaks my heart because I can only imagine what President Zelensky of Ukraine must be feeling right now as every day goes by, the country suffers more and more devastation and destruction. And for two reasons primarily, no, maybe three, no country that could stop it will. The first is because Russia is a nuclear power, And because I think it is actually abundantly clear that Putin would use nuclear weapons, I think he's made it abundantly clear that he is the ruthless leader we've always thought he was. He has created, in a span of eight days, over a million refugees. Now it's almost 1.2 million people have fled the country in complete fear because they know what he'll do because he's doing it now. And he said when he started the war, I dare any other country to stop us. Or, and if you try, you will experience something you've never experienced before. I think more than ever, countries believe that. And so every country from NATO, from the United States, every country from the European Union that could uh, create a no-fly zone, and a no-fly zone, for you, if, you're not, if you're not aware of this, It's not just a rule. You have to enforce it. You have to shoot down planes and helicopters and others that violate it. So because Russia is a nuclear power, nobody's going to stop what we see happening. That's the first thing. The second is because Russia controls so much of the world's oil, the other powers of the world are only going to do so much. Even their sanctions will only go so far. Right now, even though the United States and the world have issued major sanctions on Russia, they all continue to purchase oil and gas to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars per year from Russia. Literally right now. The United States today, 
tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, seven days a week, every day of the month, 365 days a year, the United States gets a significant percentage of its oil and gas, as does the world from Russia. And that has not stopped at all. And then lastly, there is the painful reality that you can only do so much to stop the despicable war crimes of a nuclear power where you get your oil and gas from when you have done some of the same despicable things with some of the same despicable weapons that they have. And it's terrible. It's frustrating and it's devastating to see so much harm being done. (sighs) I am leaving the recording of this podcast and going into meetings for some of the aid that we're going to continue to provide to African immigrants that are still fleeing and have fled Ukraine continues to be a very, very difficult situation. But I love, love, love and appreciate each and every one of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. And listen, if you are not yet a member of the North Star, if you love this podcast, if you love the thousands of articles that we've written over the past three years and the nearly 1,000 different podcast episodes that we've produced across The Breakdown and six other podcast series, we are only able to come here and speak truth to power every single day because of the generous support of good people just like you. You can join at the Northstar.com right now for as little as eight bucks. You can cancel anytime. And we need, need, need your support. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care again, everybody.